I love the numbers. Those pins. They're my kind of pins. Just calculating taxes. That's what puts a big smile on my face. I would say that. Hey, howdy, hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to Mike's Monday JMC official podcast for music appreciators everywhere. Today we're going to be celebrating the life and legacy of Toby Keith by talking about the song, I Love This Bar. Let's get it. Come as you are. Well, 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 um, another episode in which we've got to discuss the, um, not demise, but, you know. Oh my God, um, no. We're m- another episode where we're, mem- we're mem- it's not downfall. We're memorial- memorializing the life of an artist. There we go. I needed a more positive way yeah, to no, say that. I couldn't think of both that. Both of the things you just said have nothing to do with somebody dying. Very true. I retract my statement. Nevertheless, we are celebrating a life of Toby Keith today. This is the episode Monday Jam for Monday, February 12, 2024. Um, big, big rest in peace to our guy Toby Keith. Um, as always, you've got MC and EC here. Um, EC, I know this loss is it's hitting you. It's hitting you pretty hard. It's hit me and, and my mother pretty pretty hard. Yes, um, it's it, it hits very close to home. This yes. is my childhood. Um, and Sir, Sir Toby, he was really ill. So I know that he was, he was knighted by me. Okay. I've fair. knighted a couple other people on the podcast too, I think. <laughs> um, Ronnie Dunn. Yeah. Sir Ronnie. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Rip. Oh, see, okay. So I was saying this before the podcast. Um, Mike was saying there's no correlation, but there's it's not. just me being ridiculous, and I realize that, but that's how conversations happen. <laughs> you talk about things that don't matter, um, especially with someone that you live with and talk to every day. You've got to come up with things to say. Are you trying to say you can't talk to me? You, you don't feel like you can talk to me? Well, not if you're going to say everything I say is dumb. Well, this is dumb, <laughs> and you at well, home will think so as well. We've had two pod episodes now where we've had to memorialize the life of an artist that we care deeply about. And she's like, we killed them. We, we, we were the ones that killed them. But I realize, like, I think it just means that, like, anyone I'm, I might be a little concerned about, we need to make an episode about, because maybe that'll save them. And she's Cause like, because we, we didn't have episodes we didn't had, We hadn't made episodes about them prior to their passing. Um, so good that we have a Brooks and Dunn episode. Um, anyone else that y'all think y'all are a little concerned about? Leave them, drop them in the comments. Um, let us know who we need to make an episode about to save their life. But yes, this is this has hit me pretty hard. I've been listening to this as Toby Keith on repeat. Um, I'd say I'm concerned about the Rolling Stones, um, in particular Keith Richards, but he just he just keeps going. So I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. that one I guess just will never halt. I mean, especially with with the passing of um, Jimmy and now Toby, I am concerned about Alan Jackson. Especially he because he has, a thing. he has been ill. He's got a ge- degenerative thing. Yes, so we need to we need to get on it. I mean, I brought up it's five o'clock somewhere many times on this podcast. It's fair, and it's never been a Monday jam. That we'll we'll table that. But um, no, she we get on. She's like, oh well, you know, we killed them. You know, it's 
what if what if we're killing them? You know, we we don't have episodes on them. I'm like, no, am people people just die. Um, I know. Uh, I've done it before though. This would this would not be my first time. Um, I know, but there's superstitiously like the- murdering a celebrity. Um, in high school, me and my best friend Lauren. Um, one time we went to Five Guys before a high school football game, and I got a news alert that Troy Gentry of Montgomery Gentry, another um, Y2 Country classic, died in a helicopter crash. And I was like, oh my God. And then we oddly, we didn't go back until the next season of high school football. And the next time me and Lauren went to Five Guys before high school football game, Mac Miller died. So I was like, oh my God. Right, but see, there's, there's a correlation. You did a particular activity that resulted or elicited a certain response or reaction. There was no activity that we did here to elicit. It's the activity we didn't do. We hadn't made a mess. The, the, the lack thereof. Um, I still, you know, you would have to write a paper on that and, and prove the correlation there. Because currently that, that p-value is not significant for my, for my stat uh, majors in um, the audience right now. Um, but Rip to a Legend, I know he's a big part of your childhood. I didn't really know any Toby Keith until <laughs> I, you know, came into the presence of you. Shocker. I knew, I mean, I knew like Red Solo Cup and um, How Do You Like Me Now? Because they, they'd play those sometimes on the on the pop stations. Oh, yeah. Because you know, I was not a country fan until like I my mean, senior year of high school. Red Solo Cup was a, 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 a it was a generational movement. Red Solo Cup. I feel you up for sure. And I that would was say something. it had a similar. Um, I would say it had a similar reach to like Gangnam Style. You know, it was the Gangnam Style of its time. A little, I a would, little bit prior to Gangnam Style. I wanted to bring that up because I do feel like you know he is a pioneer in the the funny country genre. Oh, right? absolutely. Like you, you got Brad and you got Dirks and many it others, him- but I think he's like a a trailblazer in in terms of trying to tell you something funny over a song. Absolutely, it, and it really like. You listen to stuff from the 90s, like, everybody knows should have been a cowboy. Like, oh, yeah. his most popular song, his first I would argue, hit. like, if you were going to boil the decade of 90s country into one song, like, if you were to ask people, like, what's the first thing you think of, like, first song mm-hmm. you think of 90s country, a majority of people would say, should have been a cowboy. Yes. I should have been a cowboy. Absolutely. Um, the only thing, though, I would say is that the rest of his 90s, body of work is not very funny and not that should have been a cowboy is funny it's a little bit funny now especially if you watch this music video geez but um like it was more like keith you know like um keith whitley like yes like you know very cheesy casanova country Mm -hmm. almost and so it was the rest of very much more like that and then get into 2000s um like i want to talk about me comes out he turns into this like and he like he puts on some pounds you know yeah he got chubby like that is the toby not that we don't love all of toby keith and especially you gotta love should have been a cowboy but like that's like that's the tobias you think about you know tobias um, which, of course, is not his actual government name. Neither is Toby Keith. No. Um, you write down his real name over there? I don't think I did, but let's... Keith let's is his middle name. He, his name is Toby Keith, but he has a different... Keith is not his last name. Um, he is... Um, 
Just tell me what I want to know. Jeez. That's uh, so weird. It's not the first thing yeah, you knew to- about. Toby Keith Covel. Yes. So, but yeah, it'd, it'd be so much better if it was Tobias. If that was his real government name. But alas, I'm not his mother, so whatever. Um, but, you know, my, my history is very limited with him. But I, I do think he has, like, the 90s country song. And that, that is definitely a point I want to make. Um, I'm not really qualified to make that point, um, considering, you know, I have not been a, a long, long listener of the genre, but it does feel like any time we've been at a country concert and the artist mm-hmm. has been like, y'all like 90s country? And everybody's like, oh, yeah. everybody pretends. And I was like, yeah. And then they like break into should have been a yeah, cowboy. Pretending. Uh, some of them, I think. Some of them are when they have those big circle circle hats on. Yeah, no, I think some of them are. But I think it's always like exclusively mm-hmm. the experience of like, okay, let's play should have been a cowboy and like. Neon Moon. Neon I think it's in moon, competition yeah. with Neon Moon. For That's sure. fair. Well, well, we'll welcome any opinions on that, but um, I'm pretty firm on thinking that that's like the song that represents that decade of the genre, in my personal opinion. Um, but you know what? When you hear Toby Keith, you know what is it? What top three things you think of? What do you think of? Funny Country, which is my favorite subgenre of country music by <laughs> far. Um, 2000s country. Um, what are, what are other things I would be thinking about? What are, I don't know. What I, are ju- you I just wrote down pool parties, hot dogs, and oh, America. Oh, America. Yes. Um, the, I, the country's I th- I think it's, number one patriot. It's endearing that you got into like the music side of things, but I'm like, nah, like hot no, dogs. Fourth of like July. America. Um, on <laughs> when he passed away a couple of days ago, I told my mom, I was like, this just means we have to live every day this week. Like it's the fourth of July, um, which so far I haven't done. So I'm so sorry, Toby, but I'm gonna live Saturday. Like it's the fourth of July. Yes, we plan to see um, Riley Green on Saturday, and he is somebody that plays Should Have Been a Cowboy Live pretty regularly. Basically every concert. So I wonder how he's taking the news. I'm sure he's pretty beat up about it. I think it'll be really interesting to go. Um, I was t- I was telling my mom about that. I was like, we're seeing Riley Green on Saturday. He always plays Should Have Been a Cowboy. Like, he obviously loves Toby Keith. I'm mm-hmm. like, this will be so you know interesting to see him the same week. It's in the strangest way possible. It's similar to when my family went to a Grizzlies game the day that Kobe died. Kobe died, which is technically the anniversaries today, February 8th. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was a couple days ago. No, they were posting on Instagram, no, I thought. No, no, no. no. Oh, I saw some posts today. No, you're seeing stuff because they unveiled the statue today. It was a couple days ago because it was before I went. It was in January. Yeah, it was in January. I apologize. I don't know why you're... Well, questioning uh, well, my basketball knowledge. I'm not questioning. I just saw some <laughs> posts on ESPN that would suggest otherwise. So no, they're posting. They are posting today because they're un- they either they did it this morning or they're doing it tonight. They're unveiling like the statue of him at Staples Center. Oh, okay. Well, Sorry, c- crypto.com crypto.com arena. arena. Mm-hmm. But yes, anyways, odd, very odd comparison. But it was very strange to like go to the, it was like the most solemn basketball game ever. Cause it was like a couple hours after it happened. It was a five o'clock game. The rest of the games for the rest of the night got canceled. There were only two games played that day. They were both five o'clock games and I was at one of them. Mm. Um, which obviously like if we went to see Riley Green the day that Toby Keith died, I feel like that would be more comparable, but I do think it'll be interesting. Like, will it be kind of solemn when he plays should have been a cowboy or will we, will we all be celebrating him? And I think that that's yeah, what like, Toby well, Keith would instead want. Instead of a full band version. Like, would it just be oh, right? Yeah. But nothing. 
of the experience you just described and the one that we're about to have will compare to going to Margaritaville the day after oh. Jimmy Buffett <laughs> I mean, technically, well, like, the, day of. Yeah. I mean, kind of, because they, like, announced it, like, late in the night slash early in the morning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, nothing. Well, they're all, com- I think those are all, O'Reilly is the lowest on the list because it's not the same day, but yeah. I think that's comparable to the. the um, <laughs> it's pronounced day. comparable. I think it's one of those dual pronunciation words. Never mind. I'm just yanking your chain. Mm-hmm. Um, as I do. Nevertheless, um, this song, I Love This Bar, one of my faves of our guy Toby, um, comes from the album Shock and Y'all, um, which is a great play on of I love Shock it. and Awe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the U.S. military's strategy mm-hmm. for um, invasion um, and control. Um, but obviously it came out at a pretty pretty heightened time in November of 2003, um, you know, we were uh, not not besties with the with our our friends in the east at this time, and so um, I think you know Toby Keith took it upon himself. What he famously said, like there's you know nothing something about the quote you put on your story the other day. Oh, I'd have to go back and look. Nothing at wrong it. being a patriot, American, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the point. That's the essence of it, um, and so play on of that for sure. Um, and it has three singles. It's got this one. It's got Whiskey Girl, which is another one of your faves, mm-hmm. and um, a song called American Soldier. Um, it made me think this album in particular. It's like, you know, the concept album. Some some artists do it in their careers, so that way they can, you know, exhibit some sort of artistic concept into a certain number of tracks. And I feel like country music is like the least likely genre to, to, mm-hmm. to do. Like there are country concept albums out there. Um, and I guess if this were to have a concept, it would just be, you know, patriotism. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, think... it's, it's a, the cover's got to picture him, some damn fireworks, y'all. I mean, it's, it's pretty patriotic. But I think that it might also have to do with the fact that, I mean, as you may or may not know, Across the country, there are by far more country music radio stations than any other genre. That is fair. Um, country music owns the radio. So country music it is has its very own defined 40. by singles, very defined by radio play. It has its own So top concept 40. albums don't lend themselves to that. Nope. Nope, because you're trying to present the whole work rather than singles. Yes, so I think that that might, that might also be driving it. Especially because if, I mean, just honestly... If you're thinking of to this day, who is still listening to FM radio? Likely the people that still have FM in their cars don't have XM like us, even though I listen to country on my XM, and don't only listen to their phone in the car. Like people who are actually listening to FM country in the car are people who listeners. enjoy country music. Yeah. So that still stands as like people are listening to FM radio for country music. So you, the concept album does not lend itself to F, FM radio. No, it does not. Um, usually when singles come from concept albums, it's more of a just like, oh, that just happened to happen rather than, mm-hmm. you know, the artist would rather present the whole body of work. Um, but I just, I think that's an interesting concept to think about. It may be like a, a future top three of <laughs> country concept albums. I can really I only know. name like one at this current moment in time and be, you know, out of dude Juanita Sturgill Simpson but I other than oh. that I'm pretty lost on country concept albums unless you do the the one where Brad literally just plays guitar I mean yeah 
Um, I mean, Brooks and Dunn had the concept of redoing all their songs with other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a theme of this isn't just us. Technically. Um, but this song, um, it's, you know, it's pretty straightforward. There's not really any analysis piece to it, but I do have some funny talking points, and I would like to address those now. But Go ahead. Um, the, the first just being like, this is the place, man. He's talking about <laughs> he loves his bar. Yeah, no crap. Who wouldn't? It sounds pretty sick. But, but also, like, it seems like the place for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's very diverse. M- mentioning a lot of different populations <laughs> um, and groups. Something for everybody, truly. If um, I could have heard this song played at Houndstooth in Tuscaloosa, I think it might have been a top moment of my life. Yeah. I I could concur. I could concur. I could and tear I, up thinking about how awesome that I mean, be. I think it just... Like, any bar from now on that plays it, we're just going to be like, Dang. Yeah, unless I don't like where we're at. That's fair. But I don't know how but I couldn't I think, like somewhere, and then they'd play this song. It seems like any place that would play this song, I'd probably like. But you got to think, for bars, though, this is probably, like, a good good thing to throw on to, like... Yeah, get everybody... Like, everybody's going to be like, wait, I do love it here. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, shoot. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, anyway, this sounds like it's, it's the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, wherever he's talking about... I want to go to there. I want to go to there. Sounds like more of a Jackie's, though. Yeah, a little Dude, bit Jack- more divish. Jackie's were pretty fun, though. I might have played this in Jackie's when I spent 30 bucks on the um, touch tunes. With that is true. There was this one time we went to this little dive situation in Tuscaloosa, dive sports bar, um, and Emma took over the touch tunes. And I was getting kind of late. It was also like a weeknight, I think. Um, we, you know, we were just hanging out with folks. And... Uh, it's we're like, like the only ooh, people can there. we? It's about time. We, yeah, because it was like pouring outside. <laughs> um, so we're like, oh, it's about that time. Like, we should get going. And was like, no, I've spent 30 bucks on the touch tunes. I got to wait for it to well, go it through was the like, queue. You know, I'd had a few beverages. I wasn't like, you know, very intoxicated or anything, but I was easily convinced into stuff. And everybody kept being like, Emma, add this. Emma, do that. And I'm like, I want everybody to have fun. So I'm like, sure, I'll spend 30 bucks on the like, touch tunes. So play, you played a bunch of nickel back that night. I do remember. I do. I was playing there some was like butt rock and country. Um, I think I may have, it was pre, you know, Creed getting popular again, but I think I, I might have played it. But yeah. You, you definitely played some nickelback. Mm-hmm. Um, this song inspired a chain of restaurants. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, literally, Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. Oh, um, I've never visited one. Nor have I. Nor have I ever heard of them. And this no. is why. Um, which, crazy, first of all. Perfect, though. Perfect awesome. marketing. I mean, but there there's some shortcomings. We'll get to that in a second. Um, I mean, it seems like there was an attempt to do like a Margaritaville situation. Yes. Here. The, the inspiration seemed like he might have needed the overhead of the margaritaville corporation right um like it should have been not, a, a new a new franchise right and not that toby keith's not great because this is a whole episode dedicated but to him jimmy but buffett not is as, a mogul right he's not as popular as, as jimmy buffett and has a at the time of r- release or of opening of toby keith's i love this bar and grill not as much notoriety as when jimmy per se opened um, Margaritaville, the first Margaritaville location. Um, he had, I don't I want to say like close to 20 across the country. What? Um, bunch of them are closed now. Are like, there any still open? Bunch of them. St- there's two locations that are still open in Oklahoma. It's like one oh. outside of Oklahoma City and one that's close to um, 
that other Oklahoma town. Tulsa? No. I don't know. Those are the two cities in Oklahoma. Then there might just be two Oklahoma City locations. I can't uh, remember. There should they're, be one in Stillwater. I could have gone to it. Because um, he's from Oklahoma, no? Yes, he's from Oklahoma. He went to... I, either he's a huge Oklahoma State Cowboys fan, or he also went there. I'm not totally sure. Poor Kane Ellistos. Um, but he spends you? a good amount of time in Stillwater, Oklahoma, um, home of um, the Sonic, Sonic. Sonic Drive-In. Um, and I have been there. But there was no Toby Keith. I love this bar and grill. I would have been making Roger and <laughs> that mean guy go with me. Um, I have some heartbreaking news because one of them used to be in Foxborough outside of Gillette Stadium. Crazy. Like in their little well, what plaza. what about Nashville? Uh, no. I think there used to be one, but not anymore. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, that seems like some place we would have gone when we oh, go yeah. to Nashville growing up. Especially with knowing your mother. Oh, yeah. Um, so a bunch of them closed. COVID had something to do with it, but a lot of them mm. closed before then. Oh, you know where one of those could thrive? Battery Park outside Truist. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, that would be sick. You could you could burst your appendix there. A <laughs> um, bunch of them closed, you know, which sucks. There's two left. So anytime we make it out to Oklahoma City, we'll go. <laughs> and provided it's still open. He used to show up to them, though, which is pretty cool. Like He would just pop in. That's fun. Um, I don't know if Jimmy Buffett ever did that at Margaritaville, though. He's a little too rich for that. Um, <laughs> I th- I took a look at the menu the other day. I thought there would... I was disappointed. I thought there would be more interesting items on um, Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill menu um, because, you know, seems like the prime opportunity to tie some of the song names into dish and or drink mm-hmm. ideas. Did you names. come up with any... I sure did. Okay, um, good. You open up the menu, you see, I want to talk about appetizers. Yeah. And first thing you see is, how do you like these buffalo wings now? <laughs> like, oh, I could be into buffalo wings. Look around the table. I'm being buff- What's next? Oh, I love these nachos. <laughs> I like nachos. What else is there? Should have been a sampler. <laughs> And um, you're like, man, but what else is there? <laughs> I want to talk about these mozzarella sticks. But there's none of that. Um, that is all an original <laughs> idea. So Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill, I don't know whose management you're under now that your um, guide is now um, no longer with us. Um, but, you know, if you want to contact me, I've got some more ideas. Um, namely, why doesn't the draft menu for beer say... Um, beer for my horses why, why does the menu not just <laughs> um, you could literally have a whiskey girl cocktail yeah and all the drinks could be served in red solo cups I mean wh- what are we doing you could get those reusable red solo cups that are like insulated you know not like the flimsy ones like yeah the, the little... ones you can like you know actually yeah, clean one... up and use yeah. and it's just more for the show but like they, they have a rock and roll Rita that was the only, like, fun drink name I saw. Lame. Sounds like Applebee's. I mean, you go to Margaritaville, it's like cheeseburger in paradise, the, Jimmy's the, Jam and Jambalaya. The, the, all the cocktails are boat drinks. Right. Like, no wonder your location's closed. You gotta go in more for the branding. You know, but Jimmy should have helped him out. If you're gonna a restaurant to a person in their career, like, go all in. Mm-hmm. You're leaving your chips on the table here. <laughs> 
those were my ideas. Hope you enjoyed them. But I think with this song, like, there's just no BS with this song. Like, there's no, like, interpretations. Like, it's just the way it's presented, right? Man loves this establishment <laughs> so much so he's going to write a song about it. Um, and, again, it just seems like the place for everybody. But it feels like there's a denouement to this song as well, um, which, of course, is, like, the ending after the ending. The, the, the Oh, yeah. He, like, comes back and keeps on talking. Yes, because this song is five and a half minutes long, and in the country world is pretty unheard of. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment in this song where you're like, "Ah, it's over," and then he's like, "Wait, I got more reasons why I like this place," <laughs> <laughs> and you go, "Let's do it." So um, it's almost like that extra section's a bit of a denouement, because just in case he needed to sell you mm-hmm. even more on why the place is awesome, ah, yeah, he he's sold like, me. He's not leaving any stones unturned about this bar, mm-hmm. and I respect that. Um, and, but I also love like the idea of like the metaphorical bar. It's the same with like Margaritaville. It's like more of a state of mind yes, perhaps yeah. than per se, just it's a way of life. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite bar. It can just be whatever makes you feel like you're in a great place with great people. Absolutely. In good, good times. You can have this bar in your house. You just got to be in the right mindset and also probably have some alcohol, but sure. You know, that's subject to the user, but it, um, it's like a less, it's a more generalized Margaritaville, in my opinion. It's just like, ah, this bar, you know, mm-hmm. rather than a specific fictional place. Yeah. So, um, I will say, like, he talks about in the song, like, you know, no cover charge being a benefit. Couldn't agree more with you, brother. Oh, God. But yes. how especially adult places like how often when you running into cover charge these days um, you know i feel yeah, like that's more broadway. of a college college concept and broadway like, has guess, cover everywhere i guess that's true but i don't know we yes it does no your 21st birthday we i don't think we paid a single place to get in it was just waiting in line i think sometimes you have to pay cover but i meant like outside of super touristy places and like super ecology places like who's who's charging cover i don't know yeah i think of that as more of like a like clubs would do that not that i've ever been to a club unless you count college bars as clubs Mm -hmm. but yeah like dive bar type thing asking you know squatting up to the perfect pint yeah okay give us 10 bucks like no yeah um, so, but yeah, like, sure, it's a benefit for sure, you know. You know, that place we went to for the SEC championship, I'm surprised that they didn't ca- charge us cover. Maybe just because we got there so early. We should have been there earlier. I don't know. Um, somebody did parody this song, and I didn't listen to it before the show, and I regret not doing it, um, <laughs> entitled I Love NASCAR. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm, I should send that to Lauren. She could, you know... She could use it. I love NASCAR. I got some insider info about the Daytona 500. Spill. You guys listening? Don't tell anybody. I don't know if this is a secret or not. But, um, you know, I, I've been sending Lauren a lot of NASCAR memes. Because, I, because I've been sending them to her, more of them have been coming up on my Instagram. Not that, like, I follow any NASCAR accounts, but, you know... <laughs> I follow accounts of people, you know, I'm in post a lot about Toby Keith, things like this, you know, it's all in the same realm. And I sent her something with, you know, 
Is it Kevin James or Kevin Smith? Paul Blart. Kevin James. All right, yeah. It's Kevin Smith. I don't know. <laughs> it's Kevin James. But you know how there's the meme of him doing the gentleman start your engines, and it's oh, awesome. Yeah. It is. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your and i said lauren when are y'all getting him back she said i have been trying so hard to it convince like a very everyone appropriate time yes i've been trying so hard to um, get kevin smith some director um oh i've seen that guy oh i have no idea who he is i've seen that guy before sorry to interrupt um and but she said but do you know who we do have for the 500 i said who she said, The Rock. Dwayne? Mm-hmm. I know he's making the rounds advertising because he's, like he's like the quasi-commissioner of the UFL or whatever. So that's, that's probably right. why he's doing it. But He's trying to get some promotion going. I was like, that's pretty sick. Gotta but respect. I mean, still, it's the, who, who doesn't like The Rock? Yeah. He's been in some pretty bad movies, but he's, he's still a pretty he's good He's American, guy. though. Yeah. Pretty good guy. Uh, that is really cool. Yeah. That is, yeah, but they, they need to get Kevin James. It, it's a perfect opportunity. Strike yeah, the iron. Awesome. Strike the iron while it's hot. Um, But, yeah, go check out, I guess, I love NASCAR. <laughs> um, but do you have any lady takes about this song? I know I kind of rambled a little bit. Um, well, this, you know, to- Toby Keith is a, a large part of my life big part of my childhood you know we talk a lot about you know the songs that my mom and I would listen to in the car when I was younger and like this is like this and Brad Paisley are the quintessential that and that you know era of my life until I was I kid you not in like fifth grade like I only knew that there was country music um in the Beatles and the Beatles I didn't know like that's all we listened to on the radio and then we'd have the we had the Beatles CDs because I was obsessed with the Beatles as a small child mm-hmm. and I didn't really know that there was other music and then I knew like there were the songs on like Disney Channel but we didn't like listen to Radio Disney I didn't like and I but my dad would like put those songs on my iPod so I didn't know those songs but like I thought those were songs from TV you know <laughs> I thought that was different like Songs you could like listen to on the radio. Like, play my music by the Jonas Brothers isn't real. Yeah, no, That's, I was like, it's a TV song. Of Disney. Yeah, it's a TV what? song. Um, which I don't know why that makes it not a real song, but like this was the music that I knew. The music I knew existed, and yeah. So I also have a very distinct, odd memory of me hanging out at IE's office, and. I wanted to listen to this song. I was probably single digits. Just casually looking up I Love This Bar on YouTube. So I had to be within the single digits of like six and nine because YouTube didn't exist until late 2005. Um, you would know being YouTube's chief historian. I am a, I am a YouTube historian. I've, I've been YouTubing for quite a while, but I just remember it being like, Emma. Why are you listening to Toby Keith in here? I was like, I want to listen to the song. He was like, okay. Because I love this bar, damn it. Yeah, I'm I'm eight, and I'm at my granddad's office, and I love this place. It's my bar. <laughs> but yeah, so. I just love the fax machine. 
Sticky notes. I love the numbers. Pins. They're my kind of pins. Just calculating taxes. That's what puts a big smile on my face. I would say that. So, um, do you have an everyday jam to couple with that? Well, uh, I would have to pick another Toby song because, you know, this week has been fully dedicated to him. Um, I think I would pick as one of my favorite Toby Keith songs. Um, one of his later hits um, is Made in America. An amazing song, and um, I didn't really grow up to get to know him that much because my great granddad passed away when I was three. But my whole family says that that song sounds like it was written about him, that like that song was him. So I always think about that. I mean, mm. I, I don't really remember him very much, but that's what my mom, you know, he was my mom's favorite, and he's this like that song was, you know. So now, you know, we've talked about you know, Yaya went to go hang out with Papa. Now Papa gets to hang out with Toby Keith. And Toby Keith gets to meet, you know, meet the, the man, this song about. that he didn't even know he wrote the song about. So, you know, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yaya and Toby can be hanging out now. Sure can. But, yeah, so I'd pick, I pick Made in America. It's a great jam and another great song for the 4th of July. It's very sweet. WD-40 and a Craftsman's Wrench. Yep, yep. Baby. He actually... um. One of one of the many reasons in this song why people my family says it could be about him is um, he would sometimes put WD forty on himself like if his if his joints were a little creaky a little if he was feeling a little crunchy as we like to say he would put WD forty on his. I'll have to own, try that as a running regimen. Joints. Yeah, I come home my knee. I'm like ah, my knees. Got to put some WD forty. Like, it is true though, hug. like. Like, classic Southern people, it's like, WD-40 can fix anything. And it is, to some degree, kind of true. It's like what, um, it's that one, like, stupid Blake Shelton song. Um, he, what, rubbing the tobacco on, like, a bee sting or something was supposed to be, a, that, that, that just sounds like one of them, like, stupid Southern remedies, like... Oh, my knees are hurting. I got to get the WD-40 or mm -hmm. got stung by a bee. Time mm -hmm. to get the... The, um, the tobacco? Yeah. The Kodiak. The, I do think it has some type of soothing thing in it. I mean, it's herbal. It's very topical. It's just topical. Herbal. I don't see any problem with it. Um, so the, it's like putting um, vapo rub on your feet and putting your socks on. Yeah. When you're sick. Yes. Feels awesome. Precisely. Um, now it is time for our major and minor chords, uh, this segment of the show where we talk about highs and lows of the week. Um, what do you have, Miss M? Well, my real minor chord is that Toby Keith passed away. Um, yeah, I, I assume that would be a collective minor chord, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. At, at my, one of the show. My much less important minor chord is that yesterday I think I ate a bad kiwi for lunch. Oof. Gotta really? watch out for the kiwis, y'all. It was a delicious kiwi too. It didn't. Nothing seemed wrong with it. But the minute, even slightly before I was done eating it, I was not well. And then suddenly I was very unwell and in a lot of pain. 
and it triggered some back pain, and then I was kind of kind of on my ass. I'm still kind of on my ass, and my back still hurts from it, so screw that kiwi. Um, or them away, I'm allergic worry. to a lot of fruits, so it could just be that now kiwis are on the list, which yeah. is very upsetting because I really like kiwis, and I just wanted to have some fruit. But constantly, my body tells me no fruit for you. It's a great source of fiber, and it's a sweet treat that's healthy. I just want some fruit. You're going to have to find some alternatives or, like, some fake fruits. I don't know about fake fruits. Synthetic fruits. They've got to exist. I mean, we're in that day and age of synthetic beef, so there's got to be synthetic fruits. I think most people are eating the real fruit and the fake beef. They're not like, I'm going to eat real beef and fake fruit. <laughs> tell it. Um, but my major chord is um, we have another weekend of fund activity. A fund. Fun activities. Obviously, we talked about we're seeing Riley Green. Um, we're also seeing um, The Rat, Theo Vaughn, tomorrow night. And I'm pretty pretty hype about that. Another fellow podcaster. Make you want to kick a fat kid at Kmart. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Um, a, so a another weekend we're seeing... Um, comedy. We're seeing comedy and it's someone who has a podcast. And I listen to Yvonne's podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. I watch on on the tubes and whatnot. Um, so Theo. I'm pretty hyped. Bring, bring us on this past weekend. Yeah, we'd be great. I mean, he brings people that aren't famous on the show because he always has a guest. So, like, sometimes he'll be like, like, one time he, like, brought a turkey hunter. <laughs> that that one goth girl. Well, she is famous. Oh, I've never seen her before. She owns a makeup company. Yeah, I've never seen her before. Yeah, bring us on. We'd love to be there, vice versa, mm-hmm. I'm sure, once you got to know us. Yeah. It'd be mutual, I'm sure. Mutual, I'm sure. Mutual, I'm sure. Um, I would say a minor, bro, I've got, like, all of a sudden this, like, Achilles tendon, like, soreness. Did some research. Um, it just seems like it could be, like, some form of tendonitis, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of better today, but yesterday it was like, whoa, what the heck, man? Mm -hmm. Um, and it, I haven't really changed anything to my running regimen. I've been pretty consistent with, like, amount of distance per week and you know, the types of distance that I'm doing and how fast I go about it. Um, so something sus, I, you know, I'd, I'd be a fool to expect going through a whole half marathon training plan without some sort of speed bumps. So, you know, last time it was the shins and this time it seems to be the, the Achilles. Um, but I, I feel like I'm ahead of the curve. I've already done 10 miles comfortably and, you know, I'm, we're still a little bit more than a month out. You got this. But donate to his cause. He needs money. Don't <laughs> don't don't let him do it alone. We got it. We're going to be fine. Give him tell him what they you tell him what they can get. For every $5 you donate, you can put a song on my running playlist that I will listen to during the race. Here's what he's got so far. And that's anything. Um, anything and everything. If you want to put all-star by smash mouth five times you can do that um gershwin that'd be great somebody (laughs) already put the all too well 10 minute version oh god just ask that you don't do that again um being as i'm not (laughs) swifty but i figured it was a matter of time before the swifties took advantage of that deal 
So <laughs> it is to be predicted, but quite the variety thus far. So um, make sure you contribute to that. Get all, get all, get on that train. It's the top link in the description um, on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music. So you can go check it out. Absolutely. Um, so minor there. Major, you know, you ever just get you're just in the middle of a really good book, you know? Not me. Um, I'm in the middle of Dune right now. I expected to think it'd be pretty boring, but alas, it's pretty spicy so far. I have a question um, for you. Yeah. Are you picturing the people in the book as Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya? Kind of. Um, I'm trying not to with them specifically, but um, what's his face as Duke Leto? Um, he was in um, Star Wars Oscar something. Oh, Sexy Poe? Yes, whoever plays him, Oscar Why can't something. I remember his last name? He's hot, though. Oscar Isaac, duh. Oh, yeah. Um, I do picture Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto, no, but I try no not to... No problem with that. I try not to picture Timothy Chalamet as um, his character, but... Alas. I always think about that a lot. I'm like, because like, if you read a book before it becomes a movie, then like you've pictured who they are in your head. But like obviously a, when I read Harry Potter, Harry Potter had already been released. Yeah. So like I pictured it. But Daniel Radcliffe's perfect person. He is Harry Potter. <laughs> Literally, like, could not have found a better actor. They're all perfect. I feel that, obviously, mostly, especially recently with Percy Jackson, it's like I have crafted a solid image for who you are, even before any, like, media interpretations came out. And so I think that's why a lot of Percy Jackson fans maybe are upset about any media release, because it's not who they, like crafted in their mind who they picture well i think they're also picturing all the people in the book adults. as as adults they're children it's for, <laughs> it's for let's kids remember. it's for kids it's not for adults uh, it's for kids. there's gonna be a child in the show because he's a child right but um, it still doesn't distract from my point that it's like you know because i, I think I, I think i pictured it as logan larman because i think by the time i read percy oh. jackson the movie had come out but major being in the middle of dune and um it's pretty good and you know i'm only like 150 pages in so tbd on where it goes but right now it's it's pretty dicey you know sand politics woohoo so um yeah um last but not least close us out our honorable mentions for the week which of course are the songs that almost made the cut or ones that kind of fall in the particular theme of this week's episode um and i bet you could have guessed that we'd be lining them up and knocking them down with three toby keith songs so first go listen to how do you like me now how do you like me now now that i'm on my way you still think i'm crazy standing here today Second up on our list, go listen to, of course, Red Solo Cup. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Everybody probably never, knows that one. Yeah. yeah, never forget. Don't ever, when you listen to the song, you got to remember Larry the Cable Guy's in the background. He is. Um, and anytime you pick up a Red Solo Cup, you'll think, you're my... My my friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lifelong. Yeah. Thank you for being my friend. And last but not least, go listen to the country song of the 90s, 
Should have been a cowboy. Um, it's great. Stealing a young girl's heart Just like Gene and Roy Singing those campfire songs Oh, I should have been a cowboy That's going to do it for us this week, folks. Rest in peace to the man, Toby Keith. Um, you will be missed by many, and um, your legacy will carry on through the lives of many mm-hmm. um, for many, many generations to come. And we appreciate all of the good tunes over the years and um, all of all of that you have contributed not only to the industry but to the genre specifically. And uh, thanks for creating some good bops. See you, Toby. And that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Um, appreciate the like, follow, subscribe, listen. Any donations to support the American Red Cross are um, awesome and greatly appreciated. Um, and, yeah, leave us a, a comment. Leave us uh, some feedback. Tell mm-hmm. us what Toby Keith has meant to you over the years. And, and tell us who you want us to make an episode about so they don't <laughs> pass away. Yeah, we clearly immortalize people here, um, in case you couldn't tell. So... Um, hit us up but appreciate it folks and we shall see you next week bye